0: Welcome to Black Travelogues, a weekly discussion on all things travel-related, for the culture and by the culture. It's time to share and learn from our experiences while venturing around the world. I am your host, Delilah Shante, and now let's prepare for takeoff. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the first official episode of Black Travelogs. I'm so excited that you're here, that you're tuning in. Please tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe, to listen on um, everywhere you can listen to podcasts. And thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone that's been supporting me as I start building it up and encouragement to keep doing it. So I really appreciate that, and I'm very grateful. Anyways, let's hop right into the episode. So, first, I'm going to give a brief recap of who I am. Well, a brief introduction of who I am. So, as we said before, my name is Delilah Shante. I am a Black millennial living in the DMV. The DMV stands for DC, Maryland, and Virginia. I live in Maryland. So, that's really cool. I am originally from Georgia, then I moved to Delaware. Yeah, I know. Delaware? I know, I know. It's really like, who does that? Who lives there? Are there Black people there? Yes, there's Black people there. We moved there for military. So Delaware's pretty cool, guys. There's no sales tax. So if you're ever trying to visit a state and go shopping, hit Delaware and go to Christiana Mall or go to the outlets at Rehoboth Beach. (laughs) So anyways... More about me is I love traveling as a young child. The most traveling that we would do is go on road trips. Living in Georgia, we most of our family was in the South. So South Carolina, Virginia, um, North Carolina, Florida. Most of my family lived in all of those states. So it was always a road trip somewhere, usually South Carolina, Virginia, because wherever the grandparents left, lived, that's where we was going. In the summertime, that's where we're getting dropped off at. (laughs) So that explains most of my childhood and my travel as a child. And then once we got into like middle school, high school range, started being able to go on cruises and do more types of travel. So I went on my first cruise when I was I want to say in eighth grade or ninth grade, it was sometime in between that. It was during the summer. And it was really cool because it was my first time actually going to another country. And that was definitely an experience hearing a different accent. I had heard a different accent before in um, elementary school because one of my first friends, when I moved, Was from the Virgin Islands. So I was like, oh, that's so different. But you know, when you're young, you're not used to that because everyone sounds like you or sounds alike, or you know, just depending on where you're at. But that was definitely an experience going to a new country for the first time and hearing people talk a different way. Actually, my first cruise, we went to the Bahamas, and I was just like, wow, everybody is black. Like everybody looks like us. And you don't see that at home. So it was very interesting seeing those types of dynamics. And I really appreciate that. And I appreciate my mom for like, hey, we're going on this cruise. I'm like, okay, whatever cruise is, I'm going to. So it was exciting. And to this day, we still go on cruises. And I love it. If you've never been on one and you have questions about that, Um, that will definitely be a future topic. So what I'm going to do next is hop into what's happening in Travel News first up in travel news on october 5th girls in aviation day happened this is celebrated worldwide and it is a celebration of women in aviation inspiring young girls and young ladies to learn about aviation The endless opportunities the careers from engineering to being a part of the flight crews being a pilot is endless and it's possible for women. And I think this is wonderful that we celebrate things like this. Delta Airlines actually flew out 120 girls between the ages of 12 through 18 to NASA's Johnson Space Center so that they could get excited about aviation, learn all there is. And then on their flight, it was an all-women crew. And I think that's amazing. And we should continue pushing for things like this, not even just for our young ladies, but also for our young men as well. I think it's great at a young age to see what other opportunities are out there. It spans your horizons. It can definitely inspire more creativity in children. So if you know a young child just thinking about, oh, what do I want to be when I grow up? Tell them it's endless. Tell them they can be really whatever they aspire to be. And sometimes you have to just put it out there in their face. Like, hey, did you have you ever heard of aviation? And you're like, oh, what's aviation? You know, when you fly planes or if you want to work on planes, work on the parts. Like I have a friend that works at Boeing. And I think that's awesome because they're actually a part of what brings planes together. But, you know, I hope they get that together. So next, moving on. Japan Airlines is launching a new thing where if you're booking a flight with them and there's a baby that's booked on the flight there will be a baby icon when you are selecting your seat. This is wonderful. Why has not why has anyone not thought of this before? Like what were other airlines thinking about? But I think this is awesome because I have been on a plane where I see someone get on a plane with a small child or a little baby and the baby's crying or maybe the baby's not crying yet, but I'm just like, please do not sit next to me. But, you know, you can't help it sometimes. It just happens and it is what it is. But if we all have the option to select our seat and we see that there is a baby icon right there, like, huh, you know, maybe I don't need to sit in 14E. Because there's a baby right there. So I think it's a great opportunity. The only downfall is you select your flight and then someone with a baby books the seat next to yours and you're not aware of it. So I haven't been able to test this out yet, but I wonder if there's a way that you can go and check your seat and see if it's been updated and change your seat if that so happens. But I think this is wonderful. And I think that other airlines should definitely hop on board with this because it can help a lot of us in having a seamless flight. Especially if you're on, if you are on a long flight, you do not want to be sitting next to a hollering baby, or, or a bad little child, or having a child kicking in the back of your seat. And also, on that note, some of you adults also need to stop kicking in the back of other people's seats. It's very annoying. Okay. All right. Last but certainly not least in travel news, if you have not heard this already, where have you been hiding? But this goes to Jessica Nabongo. This is a true black excellence moment. She is the first documented black woman that has visited all countries in the world all 195 countries in the world. I think that is amazing. And I would love to hear about her experiences, learn how it was visiting visiting countries where we are not seen a lot. Because I know there are countries where they're like, oh, wow, can I touch your hair? Or your skin is very different or it's so unique. You're like different and people want to take pictures with you. Because I've definitely heard that a lot. But to be able to visit all of those countries as a black woman in itself is something that one can dream of. And you don't think, you know, oh, I visit all of those countries. I personally want to at least get to 50 countries, but I think it's cool. And I think it pushes people to get out there and see the world more. And I hope that more people aspire to do things like that. And I think we should keep working towards trying to expand you know, our views on life, our views on our experiences, learn from each other, tell each other, share things with each other. So thank you, Jessica Nabongo for doing this. And thank you to all of those that highlight their experiences and share the wealth and the knowledge and the history and the culture and the food. I am just so grateful for all of that. And I hope more people continue to keep doing this. If you want to check out Jessica Nabungo's Instagram account, she documents, you know, all of her pictures, they're really cool. Her Instagram is the catch me if you can on Instagram. So next, we will be moving into the main topic. A. Hey. Five, four, three, two, one. Wait, wait. The topic for this week's episode is road trips. I love road trips most of the time. As I mentioned earlier, I spent most of my childhood traveling via road trips. And funny thing about it is, as a kid, I really didn't know what a highway was. So every time we would go somewhere and we would have to be in a car for hours, I would just call it tree roads because literally all I would see is trees. I was just like, man we've been staring at trees for a long time. Like, where are we at? When are we getting there? So (laughs) that's one thing that makes me always laugh when I think about my younger days traveling. But I actually just went on a mini road trip to Charlotte, North Carolina a couple weekends ago to go celebrate one of my friend's birthday. And I think road trips are a great way to actually if you're riding in the car with somebody to get to know people better or if you're doing a solo road trip like I did myself, it's just like it gives you a chance to like catch up on podcasts, listen to new albums. I That's one thing I really enjoy about road trips is I would find like an album that just came out that I didn't listen to yet or, you know, that I want to sit with because I'm literally sitting in this car for a long time. I will sit with the album like, all right, this is kind of cool. But I also have to like make sure I vibe out. Like Beyonce will definitely get me through a road trip. But anyways, (laughs) enough about that. I'm going to go through a quick little list of things that helped me have a successful road trip. And if there's anything that you feel that I've missed or that you do, please feel free to share. Because I would love to hear what makes a successful road trip for you. Or like what's some crazy experiences you've had on a road trip that you would not do again or that you learned from so first up on my list is planning your road trip properly. So for me, when it comes to planning, I like to know, okay, from point A to point B, how long is it going to take me to get there? So how many hours it is? So the longest road trip I've ever driven had to be 16 hours. It was from Delaware to Missouri. Y'all, It was, and it was cold, it was the winter time, there was snow, driving through mountains, that was not fun. And I would say the longest road trip I've been on where I wasn't a driver was probably about 18 hours when I was in high school. So in marching band at my high school, every other year, we took a trip to Disney World and we had charter buses. So as far as planning, sometimes you have to prepare for the unexpected. So one year we went to Disney World. One of the buses broke down. We had three charter buses full of students, and there' was instruments underneath the bus, along with our suitcases and stuff, all of that. One of the buses broke down. And I was asleep when all of this happened. And I woke up, I looked, I'm like, why are there people in the aisles of the seat, like in the aisles on this bus? But it was crazy because you just never know what's gonna happen. But I definitely try to be prepared as possible. So as far as being prepared and planning how I'm gonna get from point A to point B, I like to know what rest stops I'm going to. I like to know you know, how long it's gonna take me to get gas. So knowing how many miles your car can get before you have to stop is essential very essential okay also with road trips I think it's important to know what areas you're driving through especially as a black person for me I try to avoid certain areas if I start seeing like too many like confederate flags or something you know what I'm not gonna stop here and I try to be mindful of like you know my surroundings at all times I don't care where I'm at I'm always going to be mindful of my surroundings because even though it's 2019 there are still things that we have to be careful of when I'm also stopping if I get a chance to go somewhere that has like a lot of scenery for example I drove from Georgia to Tennessee I went to the Smoky Mountains to get to the Smoky Mountains from Georgia the way I went you have to drive up this large mountain that spirals then you have to get to the stop then you have to drive down to get to the other side and while we were driving through that mountain first of all I was scared second of all I'm like yo I gotta use a bathroom and it was dark out here like it was just so scary so we stopped on the mountain and there's like no lights but it was people out there it was beautiful and when we came back it came back in the daytime took lots of pictures got to see like the mountains it was just such it was a breathtaking moment and I think things like that are cool when you're stopping. Another time I was driving from New Orleans back to Atlanta, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, like, this is Tuskegee. Like, I'm driving through Tuskegee to Tuskegee Airmen. Like, I, like, remember watching Red Tails and learning about it. So I actually was able to go stop at Tuskegee Airmen Museum while I was driving through there and I thought that was a cool experience I was by myself I'm just like which I think is really cool sometimes when you are taking a road trip solo you can go do things that you want to do because you're on your own time and you don't have other people to worry about and You don't have to rush to get them somewhere or y'all in a rush to get somewhere together. So sometimes if you have the time and ability to like take as long as you want or do what you want, it's a great way to like, you know, plan little mini pit stops. You get to like stop and see other things. Definitely hit up TripAdvisor for cities on your way through wherever you're getting to because you may come across something that, you know, you may have never planned to go to this city or this Like state or something, but since you're driving through it, might as well take advantage of it. So definitely do that. The next thing of my list is knowing your limits when you're driving. For me, I know I can actually drive like 14 hours without like having like to stay the night somewhere. I will not do that anymore. I would rather fly. But if I had to drive 14 hours, I would probably stop around like at least every. 3 hours. That's my personal preference. Some people can go longer, some people can't even go 2 hours driving without stopping. But me, I need to have my energy. I need to get out, walk around, stretch my legs, do not need my ankles and my foot swelling up or nothing because sometimes sitting too long is like it's definitely not good for your body. So you need to just get out, stretch around, like stretch your legs, walk around if you can. That's very important and, you know, get your blood like moving through your body, okay? That's very, 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 very important. Like, do not sit too long in a car without stopping. Please stop. Please get your body moving and stuff. Also, if you get tired, please pull over. Please find a rest area. Please stop. Please just, like, I know you want to get to your destination, but your life is more important. So if you feel yourself, like, your eyes are getting heavy, like, yo, I'm tired, Find a rest area, pull over. Me, I like when I came back from Charlotte, I definitely pulled over. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna take me a little 30 minute nap in the cars, other cars out here felt safe. I've been to this rest area before. So that took me like actually it turned into an hour nap. But I took me a nap because I'm like, I'm not about to keep driving and like fall asleep on the road. So definitely know your limit and know when you need to take a break. It is okay. Like you will be fine if you stop. There's, like, no destination that's so important that you risk your life for, you know? So please don't risk your life and know your limits. One other, <laughs> not one other, but another thing on my list is speed traps. So certain states definitely have speed traps. The cops are out to get you. They will get you. So, like, Virginia in particular, they have these little mid sections while you're driving where cops sit at I know a lot of states have this but Virginia in particular is probably one of the worst states I have know so many people that's gotten pulled over in Virginia and got reckless driving tickets in Virginia because in that particular state if you are driving over 80 miles per hour that is considered reckless driving and you are automatically getting a ticket for that and it sucks so be careful make sure you're paying attention to your surroundings um Like you see a lot of people slowing down, there may be a reason why they're slowing down. One thing I think is really cool, if you have the Waze app, that's W-A-Z-E, that app actually alerts you when there are cops or if, so like, if there's a cop, like, oh, police reported ahead, it'll tell you that. And I think that's really cool. And it's also cool. So if you, if you, you like see a cop and it hasn't shown it, you can actually tap in the app and report, like, if you see a cop, if there's like a car stopped on the side of the road, if there's construction, road closures, like a uh, slowdown in traffic, like, if it notices that you're going very slow, it'll ask you, you know, is there, um, traffic or backup and traffic and stuff i think that's really cool because other users report it and um you can validate like yeah this there actually is a cop car here oh no it's not here anymore so it's a great tool to use and i think that's wonderful google maps is you know a good gps app to use but i really like that ways has that feature and i feel like google maps is trying to catch up to them But Waze is definitely the GOAT when it comes to reporting on there are police ahead. Speaking of GPS systems, definitely have a backup plan. If you have a GPS and you lose service, usually it will keep routing you to where you have to go. But if you get off track and you do not look if you do not longer have service at all, it may mess you up and you do not want to get lost so one thing i like to do if i'm going somewhere where i do not really know exactly where i'm going i will tap on the directions where it shows it in a list view and i will screenshot the directions or try to send it to or send it to myself so that way i can have it because if you know like i know from back in the day map quest was the thing and that's basically all it looks is MapQuest, just in mobile form. It's really cool. It will help you. And I think it's also important to really know what highways you need to get on, because sometimes just knowing that general information will keep you on track and where you need to go and paying attention to the signs, especially if you're going to like a big city or like a destination where it's really common. If you're driving to Atlanta, you're going to just keep seeing signs for Atlanta. Like, oh, let me just keep following the sign to Atlanta, like it's so simple. Me, I know driving commuting between Atlanta, Maryland, and Delaware so many times. I know like, okay, I need to take 95 to 85 so that I can get to Atlanta. And if I'm coming back up, I need to get from 85 to 95 to get to where I need to get in Maryland. So I think these things are very important. This is very important information to know and knowing, okay, if there's like a alternate route, which are the best routes to take? so be mindful of that information and make sure you have a backup plan if you do not have service, you driving through some back road somewhere, try to make sure you have your direction so you don't miss your turn and end up in somebody's ditch or some unknown territory, so please be careful, guys. Also, if you need it while you're driving or while you're going on a trip, especially if you're going on a long trip and there's just some things you need to just check on, you want to stop and like, you know, catch up on some work or something, Wi Fi. A lot of businesses have Wi Fi, free Wi Fi that you can use. I've been finding that more frequent than not especially like a lot of different little restaurants even tropical smoothie cafe i really enjoy going there they have free wi-fi starbucks of course mcdonald's has free wi-fi um there's some different gas stations that offer free wi-fi as well so if you just need to take a pit stop like literally just go there and sit in there for a little bit hop on your laptop your tablet you know, catch up on to work, take a little break from driving, you know, and just relax for a little bit. And sometimes you just need to because it can be very draining driving for so many hours in a car. So definitely do that if you need to do that. I just feel like it's important to know where to get Wi-Fi at. And in this day and age, you know how technology is because you also do not want to be texting and driving or trying to be on social media and driving and get yourself into an accident. So please be careful. If you need to check it that bad, just pull over somewhere because, like I said before, it's not worth risking your life, okay? It's not worth risking your life. So gas, when you are going on a road trip, do not get on the road and not be prepared without having gas. You do not want to be driving and driving. All right, I can get this far, and you end up in some area where the next gas station is not for like another fifty miles, and you only have twenty miles left to go in your tank. First of all, you shouldn't be getting under that much, but in the circumstance that you do, it's very. I think it's extremely important to know where gas stations are. If you are using Google Maps, they actually have like the search and you can just hit gas stations like on your route and it will show all the gas stations along your route as well as it will show the cost of the gas on like along your route. So I like to do that and I have like my little favorite gas stations that I like to stop at. Especially like Wawa, because usually their bathrooms are clean and they always be having like that dollar coffee style. I'm like, all right, I can get my dollar coffee, I can use the bathroom, I can get back on the road, get my gas, like all of that in one stop. So I like going to Wawa if there are Wawa's, if you don't know what Wawa is, it's a chain gas station. It's in Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. And I think Pennsylvania, I think, I don't know where else it is. I know it's in Florida, too, actually. It's kind of weird, but it's in Florida, too. And Wawa helped me get through college, sidebar. (laughs) But that is um, a place I like to stop at. Or I like going to the truck stops that may have, like, the extra restaurants in there. So it may be, like, a fast food place. I really don't like fast food, but it may be, like, something where... They have like a Wendy's or Subway or something attached to the gas station. And like, it's like one of the truck stop ones. I actually went to this gas station that was a truck stop one. And, you know, they have showers and stuff in there for the truck drivers. I think that's really cool. And they usually have more things in there as well that regular gas stations don't. So that can be resourceful. Next. So if you are taking a solo road trip, I think your music is important. I think what you're listening to is important. I think if you are going to be driving for a long period of time, have something that's going to keep you awake. Like some people actually can stay away from listening to slow music. Like me, if I listen to Janae Aiko, I can be up for a long period of time listening to her. It's soothing to me, yet I really be in them songs and I be in my feelings. So I'm like, all right. That I told you not to trust these hoes and I'd be like really in my vibe driving, (laughs) like listening to Janae. Or I'd be listening to um, Homecoming by Beyonce. I can listen to basically any Beyonce song like the whole time I'm driving and I will get to my destination just by listening to that. Or I like sitting with albums that I haven't heard before. I think that's awesome to do. A great opportunity to listen to music while you're driving. Or even just calling somebody. So I know some of my friends, what we do is somebody's driving like, hey, like, I'm going to call you while I'm driving so you can help me stay awake. And, you know, but you have to talk to somebody that will keep you up and not just be all silent on the phone. So make sure you call somebody or somebody that can call you that will just like will talk your head off and will actually have like a good conversation with you. Like, girl, let me tell you about what happened or, you know, just something because you do not want to be drifting while you're sleep, Like, you know, while you're driving, not sleeping, you don't want to be drifting while you're driving. So, you know, pull over if you can, but definitely have some good music, some good vibes. And if you have other people in the car, this is a great time to talk, to get to know each other better, but like try to keep the energy and the vibes like positive. What you do not want to happen on a road trip is someone being upset or in their feelings or mad. It can definitely throw off the whole trip in general. Like, you'll get to your destination and be like, yo, I'm just over it. Like, I ain't want to be here. And you don't want that experience. Or you don't want it to be where someone's mad and y'all jeopardize y'all lives while driving. Someone has anger and have, like, outrage or something in the car. So definitely be careful and make sure, like, when you're riding with people, that the energy is positive okay because I just can't do negative energy on a road trip I don't think I've ever had a bad experience for real I had had I have had an experience where it was my first time really getting to know somebody and they rode with me from Maryland to Atlanta to help me get the rest of the stuff out my apartment so that I could move up here and It was cool. I felt like, I felt like I learned so much about this person and I'm like, yo, you mad cool, you dope or whatever. Like, I didn't think, you know, you was going to be that relatable, but you are because you're like stuck with this person for hours. So might as well get to know them better. It's really cool. And if you are a passenger on a road trip and you are asked to DJ, please, please, please I think it's important for the driver's opinion to matter the most when it comes to the music because they are the one that has to stay alert. They have to stay alert while they are driving. So I think it's important if you are going to DJ, make sure y'all all all on one accord with the music. If they don't care, fine, do you. Play what you want to do. Play what you want to play and stuff. And... I seen, like etiquette for like people that are passenger side drive like on the passenger side where they're like, Oh, don't go to sleep. But to me personally, like if we taking turns driving, um I would try to stay up. But if you tell me like, Oh yeah, you can go to sleep and then like, you know, we can switch out and I'm gonna take I'm gonna go to sleep when you drive, uh, I'm going to go to sleep so I can have energy to drive when it's my turn. Also, if you're in the backseat, you know, backseat job chilling, just Y'all do y'all thing, chill back there. I feel like back the backseat people will really just be knocked out for real. I feel like they be the first people out just be gone. And that's when I get people on the sleep slump camp okay but definitely if you're going to be a passenger in the car please be respectful of the driver don't do anything to distract them or annoy them i think that's very rude and you know your life is in their hands at this moment while they are behind the wheel so definitely make sure that everyone is all on the same page as far as energy levels getting along making sure that energy is just like good vibes only like leave that negativity outside of the car when you get in this car we are just trying to make sure we're getting to our destination safely let's turn up let's play the music let's talk let's you know do what friends do and if you in a car somebody you don't know i like to be observant just to try to fill people out i have been in a situation where i'd like rode somewhere for a while and it was somebody in a car I didn't really know super random times <laughs> but I just like I, I like I like to see what other people talk about because someone like, you don't want to be talking about stuff in front of strangers so I feel like all right I'm putting my own music on sometimes it's good to just bring your own headphones like if you don't really want to be social with somebody like if it's a lot of people in a car and you just trying to vibe and chill it's okay to bring your own headphones and just vibe out by yourself like that's fine too I personally like taking a nap like, I'm going to sleep. If you need me to drive, let me know. I will get up. And if we going to talk, I can talk too. I will talk you down to make sure you stay up. So <laughs> definitely make sure your friends or your passengers in the cars are good people and that y'all will get along and that, you know, it's just great energy. So another thing on my list is Safety which I feel like I kind of touched on that a little bit. But please be safe, guys. Make sure you are driving a safe speed limit. I mean, I know a lot of us be speeding, but making sure that you don't do anything that can, like, get you in trouble, get you pulled over, make sure all your stuff is good, clear, get out, get out the way. Like, you know, you don't want to just have... You don't want to have problems while you're driving. Um, As far as safety with driving. Like I said before, if you feel tired, y'all pull over. It's not worth it. If you need to stop, pull over. Another thing I like to do while I'm driving is drinking alkaline water. So alkaline water is known to like make you go to the bathroom more than regular water. So I'll drink like Essentia. Essentia is a type of alkaline water and I'll just drink that and I'll like, yo, I gotta stop. It can be annoying because you'll be like, yo, I just stopped. So it depends on the person. Like if I feel that I am going to be tired, oh, I'm drinking some alkaline water. So that thing that's gonna keep you going to the bathroom and it's gonna keep you like walking around. So I think that's really cool to do personally. You don't have to do it, but I like to do it. If you don't wanna make all them stops, don't don't drink that kind of water. Um, as far as food when you're driving, I like that because I like when I get to drive to another state and they have food that I do not have at home. Even though I don't eat a lot of fast food, I like to cook. So, But when I'm driving and I'm like going through some southern states, I'll see places like Steak and Shake, which I don't know if it's a southern thing, but I know we don't have it by me and I really like Steak, steak and Shake, even though if I live somewhere to have it, I probably won't eat it. Or like I'll see Zatsby's like, oh, Zatsby's. Or I'll see Cookout. So if I see a cookout, I am more than likely going to stop at a cookout. If you don't know what cookout is, it's a fast food restaurant that sells cookout food. And they have really banging milkshakes that I do not recommend getting if you're driving. If you're not a driver, definitely get a milkshake. But those milkshakes are like super thick and they are super good. So if you ever see a cookout while you're driving, I think they started in North Carolina, but they're definitely in North Carolina, they're in Virginia, they're in Georgia, South Carolina. So, like, I don't know what other states they in, but they are in those states. And definitely try cookout. It's super cheap. Get you a cookout tray. Eat that. Get it back on the road. Well, actually, just eat in the car or something. Also, with that, like, don't mess up somebody's car if you're driving with them. Like, please be respectful of other people's property. And be safe, especially if you're driving somebody else's car and they're in a the car, like treat that car, you know, like it's a precious baby. Like, I do not like when people get in someone's car and be disrespectful. Just do not disrespect somebody's car. Like, throw your trash away. Don't make me mad on a road trip. I don't think you should make people mad while you're driving. So just be respectful of each other's property and belongings. Okay. And one more thing for having a successful road trip, I would say is making sure you have everything you need before you leave out. And when I say that, please double check, especially if you're driving somewhere far and you've already driven like three hours, you are definitely not trying to turn around to go back and get whatever you left. So, so so, if you're driving somewhere where you're going to need your passport or you're going to need like, you know, important documents or something, please make sure you grab that. Just double check, triple check. Like, did I get this? Did I get that? I like having a checklist for things. Usually when I take a road trip, I don't really need nothing too important because it's probably like a weekend trip or something. But I like to just still make sure that I have everything that I need. But if I like forget a toothbrush or like something like that, like, oh, you can just go to Target to get toothbrush everybody has toothbrushes like dollar store you can get a toothbrush they got travel everything (laughs) and so let me forget something simple yeah that's fine but driving super far and not being able to have what you need is not it especially if you like drive so okay for example i know somebody we were going on a cruise and they drove from georgia to florida to go on a cruise, and they left their inform they left their birth certificate or their passport one or the other at home, but luckily, somebody was able that lived in that state was able to get something for them for them to be able to come, so it worked out for them but worst case scenario, I have seen people get somewhere where they don't have their information, and now they're stuck, and they can't actually get to where they were trying to go. Because they drove so far and they're not gonna have time to drive back home and get it, so please make sure you have everything. And um, let me circle back again to safety. Another thing I want to say about safety: if you don't have it, I would say um, if you don't have like AAA or emergency roadside assistance, I highly recommend getting that because you do not want to be driving somewhere and you get a flat tire or and you don't know how to change a tire but if you do know how to change a tire great but even if like your battery dies or something and you're like stuck on the side of the road it's so essential to have AAA or emergency roadside service through like your insurance provider because they will come out there and help you it may take them a couple hours sometimes it don't but I've had um I feel like this happens to me like all the time where I was driving from South Carolina back to Georgia and I caught a flat tire. And I'm like, why me? Why me? But I was able to call AAA. What well, I usually do. I call AAA in my emergency roadside and see which one's going to show up the fastest. Sometimes it's the same people. They just be following tow trucks that come help you. But um, definitely take advantage of those things. And they're not that expensive. I'm not sure how much AAA is a year, but I'm on a family plan with that one. So if you have it, definitely invest in something like that because you never know when you're going to need it. Like you can use it at home. You can use it while you're traveling and they will come to you. And that's awesome. So I think you should definitely take advantage of things like that. So I would say for road trips overall, just please plan ahead. Make sure you know your limits. Make sure you take advantage of all the stops along the way. Try different foods that you can't try at home. And make sure that the people in the car with you are a great vibe as well. And also, if you have any road trip do's and don'ts, please let me know. I would love to know like what makes a good road trip for you, what you like to vibe out to, what you don't like. And if you've had any crazy things that has happened, if you had like a a situation where y'all driving and then like somebody's just like start arguing or y'all get lost, like getting lost on a road trip can be a very interesting time. It can either be good or it can be bad, but definitely most of all, be careful and make sure y'all are safe and sound. And I hope everyone that does take a road trip upcoming, make sure. You just enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the breeze. Let your windows down some if it's not too cold out. And just definitely enjoy it for what it is. And enjoy the nature, the scenery, and the people that you're with. And if you're not, if you're doing it solo, enjoy yourself. And listen to this podcast while you're doing it. But yeah, that wraps up the topic of the week. Also, if you have any topics, suggestions, that you would like Black Travelogs to cover, please be sure you can email blacktravelogs at gmail.com. You can DM Black Travelogs on Instagram. It's Black Travelogs or on Facebook at Black Travelogs. So definitely reach out. I would love to hear from you all. If you want to be a guest on the show, definitely let me know as well too. But I'm going to wrap up the show. But thank you again for listening for the topic. I can't wait for what's in store. So before I close out the show, I would like to give you all a travel tip. So I will be doing travel tips or a travel business that I want to shout out. So this week, what I will do is I will do a travel tip. So I would like to say shout out to my mom for this. She got me a collapsible water bottle for Christmas last year. And it comes in handy so much because you can actually fold it up. And you can put it in the bag. You don't have to worry about carrying it. And then if you need to use it, you can fill it up with water. But it's really clutch because it keeps you from taking up space. And you can actually put it around your wrist too. But I usually put it in a bag. And I think it's great to have if you're traveling, even especially at the airport, and you don't want to carry around your water bottle. And they usually have their refillable stations at um the airport. And a lot of more a lot more places are getting the um water fountains that have the filtered water so definitely look into getting a collapsible water bottle if you don't have a reusable water bottle and we should protect the planet so let's cut back on using plastic water bottles so definitely check that out and thank you guys again subscribe tell your friends And tune in next week for another episode of Black Travelogs. Thank you, guys, and enjoy your day.